0: welcome to the driving your marketing podcast where small business entrepreneurs come discover the strategies systems and tools to kick their marketing into high gear if you want to go from surviving small business owner to thriving entrepreneur you're in the right place let's get ready to roll Alright, welcome everybody. This is Eli Delaney with Driving Your Marketing. I am the host and the creator of this wonderful podcast. The whole reason why what we do is because I have been in the marketing world for many, many years. I learned this stuff from scratch and I found that in today's world what ends up happening is you start talking about marketing and people go, oh, I don't like marketing or they're afraid of it or they think it's voodoo and black magic and yes, I've actually had People tell me that before. So the whole reason I do this show is to bring wonderful, cool people that are sometimes marketers. Sometimes they've just done cool things to market their businesses. But to show you how you can get out there. You can do this stuff. It's not complicated. It's not expensive. It's not scary. It's actually quite simple. And What we do is we bring in wonderful guests to share with you some of the stories of things that they have done and what they would suggest getting out there to make your life easier and get your face known to the world. And Today, I've got Martha Giffen. She is a social media strategist, online success coach, best-selling author of Be Social, Be Rich. Martha, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me. It's so exciting to be here because I just love what you are all about uh, helping the marketers.
0: Yes, thank you. And you know, one of the things that I always find so fun is that, you know, you and I just spoke at Kathleen Gage's event. for what, a few weeks ago, actually, and you you and I have been connected in the social media world for ages now, it seems like, but we've never really stopped and talked, and so you and I had a great conversation, and I wanted to bring you on board to have you come in and share some of the stuff you have because you're really taking social media to the next level, and I know so many people that are out there. Quite honestly, I turn down 95% of the people that say they want to come on the show and talk about social media because I know it's going to be rubbish. And oh, wow. I know that your stuff is not going to be rubbish because I've followed your stuff. I've seen what you've got going out there, and you are very, very social. You're doing a great job with it. And you've got some amazing tips, tricks, and resources. You wrote the book on it, of course. And so that's some of the things that I wanted to to talk about here today, have a great conversation But I do want to start with one question which, you know, I know, I'm sure there's going to be people who have not connected with you yet. So where, how did you get started in teaching or being part of the social media world?
1: Well, you know, um, I was actually a real estate agent, and the market started to kind of tank. And I was kind of uh, looking at things online and watching how, uh, you know, people were making money online, and uh, I really thought, you know, maybe I can do this. And so I had read a book called The Secret, which I had never read anything about the law of attraction, so all of that was new to me, too. And uh, I started looking to see who wrote that book or who was in it, and Joe Vitale Uh was one of the contributors, and Joe had the biggest online presence. So I started following him, and by following him, I started learning about Internet marketing. I went to a seminar where he spoke. It was a Pat O'Brien seminar, and from there, I just made the decision that, you know what, if they can do this, I can too, came home, uh, bought a domain, and out my first uh, product, which was a an audio, a motivational audio. It's still, <laughs> it still sells today. It's at uh, selftalkforwinners.com, and it's called Rewired, it's just a little audio that I made. Uh, and that was the beginning of it. And once that sold, I thought, you know what, I can do this. And I started... Um, at that time, I logged onto to Twitter, and there was something about Twitter that I saw immediately that I could connect with people that in the real world, if you want to call it, or the offline world, I would never be able to meet and have conversations with. And once that started, um, that really opened the door for me to start uh, networking online and using social media to uh, drive people to my site. And to partner with people and just
0: all kinds of things have come from social media for me. All right, awesome. That is that is a fun story, and it's so cool you brought up a couple of my favorite people. You mentioned Joe Vitale. I've I've followed his stuff for years. Um, the oh, I wish I had it with me right now because now I'm having a hard time thinking. The Attractor Factor, I believe. Yes, the yes, very, my favorite
1: book. Yes. Yeah.
0: Do you Do you by chance have the original version of it? that he did that was like the little mini pamphlet almost?
1: Yes, I do, and I uh-huh. can tell you this. In fact, this is how I, <laughs> we may get side, uh, sidetracked here for just a second, <laughs> but I have to tell you after I read The Secret and before I met Joe Vitali, I tested The Secret because that's just the way I am. You know, you mm-hmm. just can't tell me that's I was testing. I wrote on a piece of paper, I am going to meet Joe Vitali. So, like I said, I went to the first seminar, and he was one of the speakers, so I met him. Okay, I had my picture made with him. So I came home, and I thought, well, that was a fluke, because, you know, I went to the seminar, and I knew it was mm-hmm. So I came home, and I wrote down... I'm going to become a personal friend of Joe Vitale. (laughs) And I want to tell you, i actually, my first meeting with him was on Twitter, and I can tell you that yesterday I was in my third book co-authoring with Joe Vitale, which became a bestseller just yesterday. So, I mean, I absolutely took the law of attraction to heart, and I take everything Joe says to heart, too, because I think he is a brilliant marketer. and, And so I've learned a lot. Uh, about yeah. the online world from them.
0: And he is. He's an amazing guy. And you mentioned Pat O'Brien as well. Um, I first got introduced to Pat from um, – I actually saw his book, The Portable Empire, at a Borders. And I saw it. I liked it. And I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. I read the book, really liked it. And then I kind of followed some of his stuff. Then I found out he was friends with Joe. And I'm like, okay, wow, small world. And, yeah, it's its amazing how how some of that stuff all goes in circles. I mean, you and it, it's kind of cool that you and I are talking about this. And I know before we – actually started recording, you and I were talking about some of the circles that we've been in and people that we know. And I think that as we go through this conversation, we're going to find even more people that we've been friends with. And I'm trying to figure out why it is until now <laughs> that you and I have actually had a real conversation together. Because You know what?
1: Them. I'm wondering the same thing because it's so interesting that we've been uh, parallel paralleling all the time with all these people. And we've been on the fringe, but we our paths haven't actually crossed. So that's so funny because I'll tell you, uh, Your Portable Empire by Pat line was actually what I used as my guideline when I first set up my business. If it was in that book and he said to it, I did it. And as soon as he opened up his coaching program, I became a student. So uh, my best-selling book, Be Social, Be Rich, is, is a product, really, of me being coached by Pat O'Brien. So I always had to give him credit there because um, he taught me how to do that.
0: Very cool. And Pat is definitely a good guy. He's, he's a lot of fun. I've actually had a chance to party with him in Atlanta at one point. <laughs> um, yeah. Late, late nights on the patio, many, many drinks. It was a lot of fun.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, ask him about 2008 Big Seminar. He'll, he might remember that one. Um, or depending on how many drinks he had, he may not. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, funny. so, so you. Uh, there's a couple of really cool points that you brought up in here. And, and we're going to go on a little bit of a tangent with this. But I think it's something that's super, super important. You, you and I talked about this a little bit before we started the recording, but you brought it up just now in the fact of when you first got out there, you, you started following some of the stuff that, you know, like the secret, you said, okay, I'm going to test this thing and start doing it. And you did it and think, and you started getting results. And then you got the portable empire and you started following Pat's stuff and you did it exactly the way he said, and you started getting results. I think that there's a, there's a really important message right there that so, so many people don't get, which is if you're going to follow something, follow it. Actually do it. Do the work, and you'll yeah. get the results.
1: Absolutely. I mean that, that's the whole key to success period, isn't it, that you have to show up. Um, You can't, um, if you have a home-based business, you actually have to go into your office, turn your computer on, and do something every day. And that's, that's really the key to success. And I think that is the reason that I have results from social media that a lot of people don't have, because I'm actually doing something that is focused on a result. Instead of just out there using the social media science to chit chat with people, you know that that can be fun. But if you don't have some kind of result or a goal in mind, uh, it's not going to work. It's not you're not going to make any money.
0: Right. Well, and that's one of the things I think that you know we can start talking a little bit on the social media side here. But you got a really big big point on that. Is that you have to, you have to actually have kind of some structure to it. You have to know this is what I'm here for and here's the action steps I need to take. It's not, you know, this is why I think, this is why I honestly, I said that I I turned down most people that want to talk about social media for my shows because so many people are talking about it and it still ends up going back to the, the, I have, you know, posting goofy things and because that's the latest greatest craze. You know, and that's not it. It's about being social. I mean, social media is being social. It's about building relationships, and I think yes, that I call that's it social media with
1: clear. a purpose. Yes, I, I really it's I call social it social media, media with, with a, a
0: purpose. purpose. I like that uh,
1: because, um, yeah, if you're in business, and especially if you have an online business, you have there are certain things that you have to do, and uh, one of them is marketing, and you want to use social media to do the marketing. But it's also a continual a continual conversation. I also like to say that social media is not about technology; it's about conversations, and the right kind of conversations <laughs> focused on uh, what you're trying to do. Which, in my case, is usually um, trying to find a client. You know, you're trying to use social media to get clients.
0: Right. Well, and that's and that is really. Really, one of the things that I'd like to talk about for just a second is thinking about it as a conversation. A lot of times, people look at social media as a, they look at it more like the old school marketing tactics or strategies that were um, like newspapers, television ads, radio, things like that, that were one-way communication. And they tend to forget that social media isn't one-way communication. It's actually a conversation. It's a dialogue, not a monologue.
1: Absolutely, and, you know, I always start, when I'm teaching social media to people, I always start actually at a place that a lot of people don't, and that is with a blog. Um, Because I feel like your blog is the first place where you get to really talk about your industry and talk about your business and get your voice out there. And social media is just a place where you can extend the conversation with others, but really the conversation can start in the comments of your blog. You know, once someone makes a comment, the conversation has started. You know, you just take it from there. And the same thing with social media. Once you have a comment to anything that you've said, uh, go back in and respond, and you've started the conversation.
0: Right. Very good. I love that. I love the, that concept of, you know, once someone makes a comment, the conversation has started, and you're right. you're – taking it from there into a real conversation and paying attention to what people really want to say because that's the part that tends to get forgotten about a lot of times. I see I see people, and I, I'm not a big fan of social media managers in general. I know there are some great people out there, and I know you've done some services for people helping them out. But one thing I find is that people, they want to take an, a hands-off approach to it. And that's one of the things I don't believe in. It's kind of like... And you know, I think it was Zig Ziglar that said you can't outsource your push-ups. Yeah. I kind of believe the same thing, and I even just wrote an article about it not too long ago about you can't outsource your relationships.
1: You and know, I, I think- like that because everybody wants to automate their social media, and. Make no mistake about it. I do automate some content. I have automated content going out on my social media sites. but automated content is not engagement. There is no way that I can outsource engagement, and I would never take a client that expected me to do the engagement for them because I I can't do it. I can easily automate uh, content, but not engagement.
0: Right. I like that. Um, and that's, and that's one of the things to kind of keep in mind. And let's, let's talk about some, some actionable strategies with this too. So first off, depending on the type of business, um, you know, our audience is everything from, from coaches and consultants to coffee shops. So we've got a wide variety of people here to kind of in a, a pseudo simplifying it down. Where do you think is a place people should be starting when it comes to social media? So they don't get overwhelmed.
1: Well, I think they need to start with one platform, you know, be it Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Google+, wherever. Just start with one. You know, take a deep breath. You do not have to be on all the platforms immediately. But find the platform where most of your customers are hanging out. That is where you need to be. Um, You know, if you're business-to-business, LinkedIn is going to be your choice. If you're, um, you know, for some of the others, Facebook and and Twitter lends um, itself to that better. But um, it's still about a conversation. You're wanting to start conversations with um, your future clients. So what I like to do is teach people from the beginning how to set themselves apart as an expert in whatever industry they are, whether it's the coffee shop down the street or whether it's, you know, a big-time network marketer. Um, They can all use this one tip in the same way. And I really really stumbled upon it by accident. It was something that I did when, when I first started my own Facebook page. I, just like everybody else, like, gosh, what am I going to say every day? Who wants to hear hear from me every day? I'm not Uh that interesting, and, you know, I don't want to promote something every day. That's not really cool. So um, I decided to make myself useful and valuable, and I did that by putting out a social media tip every day for 100 days. Now, no matter what business you are in, I'm assuming that you could talk about your business till the cows come home. You love it. You liked everything about it. You love talking about it. So I just suggest that everybody sit down and write down 100 tips or 100 wonderful things about your industry, their pitch, and for the next 100 days, you have something to put out on social media. So right there, you have eliminated the, oh, my gosh, what do I put out there, You've got content 400 days. You are going to set yourself up as an expert because they're going to see you saying something every day of value. And it's it's amazing how quickly that will happen, that people will go to your page to see what kind of tip that you're giving. And, and I cross-promote that all the time. I still do it on my Facebook page because it was so successful. And when I'm on Twitter or if I'm on Google+, I will say, are you looking for social media tips? I give them daily on my Facebook page and give a link. So, you know, it, it starts as simple as that. You're giving uh, value. You always want to add value to your social media stream in whatever way you can.
0: Very cool. I love that tip. And I, and I know you shared that one at Kathleen's event uh, a couple weeks ago. And I, I thought that was brilliant. So many people thought it was awesome because it's real simple. You know, as as entrepreneurs, business owners, a lot of times we tend to still, that humble side comes in and we're like, well, I don't know that people really want to talk to me that much or that I don't have that much to say. And I run into that a lot. I mean, I created a program called the Unlimited Content Creation Course for the whole purpose of telling people, no, you do have that much to say. And I think that what you just shared is an amazing, easy to do tip because Let's say as an example you're using Twitter as your your method for getting that message out there, that tip out there. You're we're talking about one sentence, just one sentence tips. Can you come up with a hundred of those? And exactly. yeah. And when you do that, it it all of a sudden, the great thing about it is you go from pitching your product all the time, which is what so many people do, to adding value, like you said. And that's one of the keys that I always tell people I'm always focusing on is how can we add value first.
1: Yes, and I even take it a step further because now I, I give more than social media tips. I give blogging tips. I give business tips. You know, I give home business tips, whatever. But uh, I even take it a step further in trying to make um, – make myself stand out. And this is a tip that other people can use too. Forget what you hear about if you use all capital letters you are screaming. I think that's true if you use all capital letters on everything. But when I put my status, I put social media tip and I put that in all capital letters
0: Mm
1: -hmm. so people will notice it. It's non-intrusive. I'm not yelling at them, but I'm getting their attention. So, you know, if you're, if you're running a local coffee shop and you want to say something about, um, you know, the, the certain kind of coffee, breakfast blend or whatever, you know, uh, put it in capital letters and then give the tip. And now, because hashtags have become such an important part um, of the Internet and of social media, I usually will put a hashtag behind it. Like for social media tip, I'll give the tip and then I will hashtag social media, and for those of you that that are somewhat unfamiliar with that, it's like a pound sign and then your keyword, and what that does is um, people will see it that maybe are not following you or not connected with you because those are clickable links, so that's just another way to do it. You know, put it in capital letters, the tip, uh, or the call out for the tip, and then put the tip. And then hashtag it. It's just a very simple uh, procedure that you can do every single morning when you get up. Just like brushing your teeth. Put put your tip out there.
0: (laughs) Right. And that's awesome. And the the great thing about this is if you think about it, what if you were to go through and spend one hour and just write down what are these tips going to be? You know, I mean, you can do it in an hour, maybe a couple hours, and have all hundred of them ready to go. I mean, that's one of the things I like to do. I like to batch things as much as possible in order to be more productive with it. I'll do that when I'm writing blog articles or coming up with ideas on blog articles even. And this is exactly the same thing. You're doing the same same process of saying, okay, I need to have a hundred tips, so let's sit down and actually just hash out what are they going to be. Don't even worry about writing them to make them perfect, just start with, okay, what are those ideas? Get them out of your head and out on a paper so you have some way of storing it. And then you can go through and literally write them all out. Or you can just open that sheet up once a day and say, okay, here's the tip I need to talk about.
1: Yes, it's really such an, it's such an easy uh, tip. That, um, but once you do it, it's, it's like gold because it really does set you apart from other people in your industry that are not doing it. I can tell you they're not doing it. They may give a tip here or there, but they're not giving the daily tips. So, uh, really, it is a, its it's been the key to my success. I'm, I'm telling you, uh, people know that they can come to me for uh, some social media guidance and, and that I know what I'm talking about because my tips are not always um, – they're positive, but they can be, you know, please don't do this because this is not cool. <laughs> they can look like that, too, and I'm dead serious, you know. Mm-hmm. So –
0: Yeah, it could be mistakes. I've actually – I've even used that one where I've said, you know, big, you know, marketing mistake number one, and I'll give some little tidbit on something that I saw. And unfortunately, I usually get spurred up by the fact that I saw somebody do something stupid, so of course I have to call them on it. Um, I am – I try to be polite, and I don't mention names, but anybody who catches it are going, oh, yeah, I know who that is.
1: Uh, Yeah, well, I had one today, the tip I gave today. Was uh, something that annoyed me. It was some that I had seen someone doing social media, but I had seen it so many times that I felt like people needed needed to know not to do it. Uh, Mm -hmm. And what it was was just simply: um, if you are commenting in a in a social media thread, like on Facebook, do not unless you are adding value to the conversation. Do not put a link in the in the comment section. Do not do it, mm-hmm. and right. never ever promote anything in the comment section. So that was my tip today. Don't do that. And yes, it was. It came because I kept seeing people do it, and I wanted them to stop because it's not cool,
0: <laughs> and, it,
1: and Wait, it affects their business adversely. And I, I don't want anybody to be affected adversely.
0: Right, and and that's a great example, and I'll I'll even share something that's happened because even an event – I had a webinar um, just a couple weeks ago, and we posted up – we created an event on Facebook. We posted up there, and somebody posted – um, you can you can write in style from so and so limo service or something like that. And we're like, mm-hmm. um, excuse me, dude, but it's a webinar. You're not going anywhere, you know. And, and it was like blatant advertising. Yeah,
1: yeah Not that I call spamming. I'm yeah. really pure, pure and simple. That's spamming because that had nothing to do with your conversation whatsoever.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, you know, if, unless you're adding value to the stream, that's just it. Unless you're trying to. Uh, you know, get some questions answered. In the comments, um, there's just no need to ever promote yourself in the comment.
0: So. Yeah, well, and that kind of stuff. I think I think these are important things for us to talk about because so many people are are taking taking things a wrong wrong degree. And I and I even just wrote an article recently on something else very similar, another very negative. Um, concept of using social media. You may have seen this. Um, Knowing some of the circles that you're running in, it would not surprise me if you've gotten a few of these, but you ever get a message from somebody that says, hey, I love your profile. We've never met before, but I was searching and I found your profile and I thought it was really, really awesome and I wanted to reach out to you because I think there'd be some great ways that my product would be a good fit for your audience.
1: Well, you ended that by saying uh, that they're asking for you to promote their product. But I get some of those, and they're just creepy. I mean, they're Uh men. (laughs) They're men saying, I've never seen such a beautiful smile. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. really? Well, obviously, you did not look at my profile because I've been married for 35 years. And I'm like, Uh
0: what's that? Well,
1: you know, not interested, dude. But, yes, um, oh, well, we could talk for days about that, too. Uh, That really goes to don't ask people to promote your products if you don't have a relationship with them. And, of course, in in social media, it's a great place for you to develop a relationship, but you certainly don't ask people to promote Mm -hmm. um, unless you have a a really uh, tight-knit
0: relationship
1: with them. You just don't do it.
0: Yeah, well, and the the funny thing about that, and the reason that I have to, to harp on that one for a bit is because of the fact that I'm seeing the same formula over and over again, and unfortunately, I know who's teaching this, and it's about to drive me nuts, and I really just want to smack them upside the head for – and by the way, just in case you didn't realize, I'm a pacifist, so when I say I want to smack somebody across the head, that means they're really (laughs) annoying me, so – uh, and, it, and it's so funny because these, they're, these are going through and they're even saying they're going as far as, and I know we've never met, you know, I mentioned that part in there, but yeah. these are from people that I've met before that I know that are getting the same thing because what's happening is they're not even, they're not just copying and pasting this spam message, but they're paying somebody else to do it for them.
1: Well, and here, and you know what, this does lend us to something that we should talk about, and that is direct messaging people and sending people private messages. Now, when I am, if someone has made a comment in um, on my page, and maybe, maybe they say something like, you know, I just don't get Twitter. I don't understand it. Well, I'm going to send them a direct message and say, you know, did you realize that I teach Twitter, you know, I might have something for you. Um, I think that's appropriate, but to you know, even if you know people really well, you don't want to abuse a um, private message. You you really don't. I mean, because that can be really intrusive to people, and so you have to you have to use that in a particular way. I think.
0: Right now. And I, and I totally agree with that, especially when there's one thing to about to reach out to people and I'm an automation guy. So I like to, to simplify things and I create a lot of templates and things like that. And I see, I see the ideas of where that strategy could come in handy and be good, but I see where they're taking it too far the wrong direction. And that's where, that's where I'm like, Oh, come on guys. Cause now you're not, you're not helping the relationship. You're hurting it a lot.
1: Oh, yes, and we talk about that now on Twitter all the time, about the automatic direct messages. I mean, they're ridiculous. Someone will follow you, or you'll follow someone, you'll get an automatic direct message that says, oh, it's a, um, thank you for following me, here's my freebie. Well, you know what, that's not cool either. Mm-hmm. Um, you really, you just, you just don't do it that way. Unless someone has specifically said a reason why they need your freebie, you don't just offer it on that initial contact. You just don't do it.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. So, what are some of the ways that you're using social media, and how, and ways that you're recommending for your clients to to use social media in the proper way? Um, you already gave us hundred, you know, hundred tips for a day or hundred hundred days of tips. What are some of the other things that you think are like the most critical? you've got to take action right now type of um, option.
1: Well, and I I did mention that, uh, you know, how to use the messaging. Um, You know, if someone uh, comments on your stream about something that you know you can help them with, then you need to uh, direct message them and try to, uh, you know, solve their problem either with a product or get on the phone with them or whatever I'd like to switch for a minute over to LinkedIn because LinkedIn is is more like a business-to-business type of site. And the technique I use over there, and I think so many people miss this golden opportunity, but on LinkedIn, as soon as, I mean, every day you go over there, there's probably going to be some people that um, ask to connect with you. And on LinkedIn, you just have a little button that says accept. So you just, most people just go through it, accept, accept, accept. Well, if that's all you do, you've really missed an opportunity. Uh, what I do is I look to see uh something in their profile to see maybe why they are wanting to connect with me or if there's a way that I can help them. So after I um, hit the accept button that I will accept, then I send them a private message saying, you know, thank you so much for uh, reaching out. Um, I see that you are in X business and I do social media and, um, you know, is there any way we can work together or would you like to work together? Would you like to get on the phone? Do you have time for a chat? Uh, One of my favorite things to say is, do you have time for a quick phone chat? If I think it's someone who I can benefit them or they can benefit me. And I think that is truly a golden opportunity to start a conversation that people miss. They're just going through accepting people instead of reaching out and starting the conversation. You know, there was a reason they want to connect with you, so find out what it is. Right. Right. You know, you can say things like, um, you know, thank you for reaching out. Um, I see that you're an ex-business. That sounds really exciting. I would love to hear more about it. And usually they'll come back and tell you a little bit more about their business. And then you can make a decision from there, whether it's someone you need to work with, someone who might need your services or whatever. But the whole key to social media is get the conversations going. You know, yeah, we can I, sit and follow and like until we are blue in the face, but that's just not going to produce a whole lot.
0: Yeah, I love that. And it's, I think that that is a brilliant tip. It's something that I've been using. I, I do it on Facebook. I do it um, primarily on Facebook, actually, because that tends to be a lot where a lot of my my potential connections were, are. But I do it on LinkedIn as well, where it's it's literally – I use that as a way to network. You know, We're networkers, and I know you and I are both in that same boat where we network. We connect with a lot of really amazingly cool people, which we kind of started the show talking about a few of those. But the, the great thing about social media is not the, hey, I can post 50 times a day on Twitter and, and blast out what I have to say. It's a, who can I talk to? Who can I connect with?
1: Yes, and, and not, and it's so, I mean, networking, It's it really is about networking. It really is about connecting with people because maybe they don't need your services, but, oh, my goodness, uh, they know someone who does. Yeah. Or, I mean, it just, the places that it leads is, is to me, what makes the whole social media um, playground a lot of fun. It's because I really never know where it's going to read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I find that exciting.
0: Oh, definitely. And that is, that is the cool thing about it. I mean, even, you know, you and I uh, have been connected. We've been friends on Facebook for who knows how long. and But when we met in person, the first thing I did after that event was send you a, a Facebook message saying, hey, it was great seeing you. I know you're traveling. Let's catch up in another week or so when you've got settled back in.
1: Yes. Oh, that's – I'm so glad you brought that up because so many people – Um, You know, we can meet on the Internet all we want to, but going to live events or even in your own community, going to BNI's, going to any kind of networking event where you actually meet someone, always follow up. Uh, some kind of way with social media, follow up and continue the conversation. I'm so glad you brought that up because um, really and truly um, we weren't connected in the same way that we were after we met in person and then um, you just keep the conversation going, which is what we've done is keep it going.
0: Yeah, definitely. And that is, I think that's really one of the key things and I noticed that you you actually did an article on your blog about that, The Fortune is in the Follow-Ups, and I and I. I read that before we got on this call, and I was like, "This is awesome stuff" because that's that is a huge, huge thing for me is that follow-up process. You know, as an as an example, just this morning I was on the phone with somebody that I reached out to from um, that we were part of a tele summit together, and I reached out to her. We ended up getting this this call lined up, and we were talking about how the best you know we get great results from being part of a telesummit in general but sometimes the best results are actually from those connections with the other speakers and oh, I was bringing yeah. up the fact that that's that is so so true but it amazes me how many people never do anything don't never take advantage of that great opportunity that's sitting right there
1: oh absolutely I mean always follow up because that that's where the goal is <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely I mean, not
1: and, you know, that with my book, Be Socially Rich, that was really what, um, what the crux of the book was about, was it wasn't all about your pocketbook. Of course, we all want to make money, but it was about the richness of my life that social media has brought by because of the people that I've met. I have a much richer life um, because of the clients that I had, because of the people that I've met, and it's all because of social
0: media. Right. Well, and that's the cool thing about it too, is is it makes the, the global world so small. And that's one thing I think a lot of people need to kind of keep in mind too, is you can do it on the local level, you can do it on the global level. I mean, for you and I, we're talking to people from all over the world. I mean, it's not uncommon for me to have, you know, in a single week, talk to three or four different people all over the country and then have somebody in Canada, somebody in the UK, somebody in New Zealand, and somebody in Australia, all within, you know, 12 hours of each other. You know, that's not an uncommon thing. And that's where social media comes in as a great place to do that. But the follow up really is the key with that. It's that building that actually, hey, we've connected online. Let's let's have a phone call or let's have a Skype call or something like that.
1: Yes, that is what produces a big business. You want to take your business to the next level, then you do the follow up. I mean, do you not agree? You can you can have a business without it, but if you want to have a really big business, you need to do the follow-up.
0: Definitely. No, that, that's, that is the, you know, right now that's kind of one of my big um, soapboxes, you might say, is the whole follow-up process because we see such a, a failure, you know, a failure to follow-up. I like to use that term. That in today's world, we connect with somebody or maybe even, and this can be face-to-face, this could be your local chamber events, this could be in big conferences, or this could be even with somebody who shoots you an email. How are you staying in touch with them? How are you building yes. that relationship? and it
1: takes time. Yes, I mean, it, you really do have to do the follow-ups. And here's the thing. We all come back from events uh, loaded down with business cards. We put them next to our computer and we think, okay, I'm going to do something with them. Then we think the next week I'm going to do something with them before we know it a whole month has passed. What I have found is that even if time passes, if you make a decision today to go ahead and call them and say on the front end, um, you know, I, I know I met you. It's been a couple of months, but, you know, I've, I've been doing other things. Sorry I haven't given you a call. And start from there. And they're so glad you called because they haven't done the follow-up either.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, <laughs> so you know what? Get it started. Yeah, let me. Let me I'm going to share a little tip with you on this one. Being this, you might. I don't know if you do this or not, um, but I like to use it. This is actually. I have a campaign designed around this called the humble apology, and the whole point is literally that that first contact is an email, um, either an email or a direct message on social media, whichever is more appropriate. And I say, um, it's a, the subject line is "I'm so sorry." And then you start in with the, you know what, I was a slacker. I really apologize for not following up sooner after we met at XYZ event or whatever that is. And the whole thing is that you take it upon yourself that you were the one that dropped the ball. So they don't feel bad. Now, you know they feel bad because you know that they they should have followed up as well. They know better. Yeah. But what it does is it makes them feel more comfortable, and chances are you're going to get a response almost immediately saying, thank you so much. You know what? I, I was you know really bad and got busy too. Yeah. We should definitely get together, and that's what starts the ball rolling to the next level.
1: What a fantastic tip. I wrote it down. I'm so sorry. Believe me. <laughs> believe you me I'm going to start using that as my approach I am so glad I came to the call because <laughs> that is so valuable for me
0: yeah that is it's one of my favorite ones I like to do it if i if I don't follow up with somebody within a week that's the approach that I go with it and I and I take full you know in that email or in that that message and I usually start it with that and then that way it's kind of a, an opener that way if I do go to call them they're they're less shocked by the fact that I sent them an email first. And what ends up happening with that is most of the time, I mean, I'll get, I'll send out a batch of those because if I get a stack of business cards from an event that I was at and I just got swamped and didn't get them in my, in my system soon enough, then literally I can have, um, you know, maybe two, three weeks down the road or sometimes even two months down the road And I'll be like, okay, I've got to do something with this. This this was silly. And I'll go through and I apologize. I make sure that I remind them of what event I met them at. And what ends up happening is I will get as much as 50% of the people will respond back.
1: Yes. Yes. That is – I love that because um, so many of us, after a few weeks have passed, we're like, oh, you know, it's been too much time. They're not going to remember me whenever – so, I love this approach, and yes, you can do that. You can still use social media to do that. You can use a direct message or, like you say email either way, or pick up the phone on whichever way you feel most comfortable,
0: yeah, awesome. so let's. To. Cool. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. That's. I, I wanted to share that one out with you um, because I thought that that was really. It was a good add-on to what you were talking about with it. Yeah. So so let's talk about the book for a little bit. You've we've talked a lot about um, various social media tips and things like that, and you brought up the fact that it really is about networking and following up. Where where did the idea for the book come out, and you know how did that concept get started?
1: Well, you're going to love this since it's, it's uh, along the lines of the secret. Um, after I read that book, I made a conscious decision to live an inspired life. And what that really means is that I listen to the ideas that come to me and I act on them. And the name, Be Social Be Rich, came to me. Um, it's an inspired idea, and I immediately uh, acted on that. I was working with Pat O'Brien at the time, and um, you know he did help me get the book out um, the door. that, you know persuaded me to do it. Mm-hmm. But the actual title, Be Social, Be Rich, was an inspired title. And I'm so it's so interesting because everywhere I go, people say, "I love that title, Be Social, Be Rich." I'm like, "Well, of course you do." <laughs> <laughs> You know, it came from God, the universe, whatever you want to call it. It didn't come from me, but, you know, I knew right away that it was uh, inspired, and so that was where the title came from.
0: Right. Awesome. And and I love the fact, because Pat actually wrote the foreword for that book, didn't he?
1: He did because, like I say, he was coaching me at the time. He was the one that um, was like, you know, get the book done, get it out the door. But I can tell you, just like everything else um, on the road to success, you're going to hit the obstacles, and I hit him with the book. Um, it was like I just could not pull the trigger on putting the book out, <clears throat> even though I had most of it written. And, in fact, the obstacle which was just myself and getting it done, was so strong that I actually added a chapter to the book <laughs> about about how it can be when you're doing something for the first time and how scary it can be and you're so afraid of failure or whatever. And so I actually added that chapter to the book uh, to let people know that even though I was putting a book out, it was still very scary. Even though I knew what I was talking about, it was still very scary. So I added that to the book Yeah
0: very cool and i and i like that because it is those are scary things you know especially when we're putting ourselves out there and a book is one of the ultimate ways to put your your message out there and share it out there and i think that You know, today's world, that's the way you've got to go, especially if you want to be seen as an expert. But I think that a lot of people have reservations of it. Um, Going back, you know, one is like what we already talked about, people, a lot of times we think that we don't have that much information to share when we really do. But on top of that, when especially if it's a physical book. You know, you have that book and it's got your name on it and you pick the title and those are your words. That's kind of a scary moment. I mean, and I can know, I'm honestly, I kind of, I see that because we're actually going through that right now. Cindy, my partner and I are writing a book. The book has been written for several months, but we, it just keeps getting, putting it on the back burner to finish (laughs) and launch and so we're right. hoping to get that finished up within the next month. Um, yeah, so those
1: insecurities will try to take over and that was the beauty of you know having Pat as my coach you know he, he really uh, would not let me you know he was getting a deadline it was like you know get it done by then and I did but also um, we used um, a really great social media strategy the only way other than mailing to my list and uh, mailing to his list and some other uh, people. We uh, really used social media to promote that book and it um, It became an Amazon bestseller the day it launched. So, um, you know, I actually have a result behind my social media strategies. You know, I I actually can say, you know, my book became a bestseller because I was using social media. You know, it was really my network drove that book to the sales. But, um, yes, it's it's been a, a great ride, I will say that.
0: Very cool. That's awesome stuff, and I and I see. I'm looking at the site for that book right now, and I see you know Warren Whitlock on there. He's a. I've known him for years. Um, Of course, Pat. You know, it's kind of cool because I look at some of these guys. I'm like, okay, yeah. Once again, how is it that we have not hung out before? (laughs) I mean, seriously. You know, Christina Hill, and, you know, was, Shell Schafer, Yeah, it was yeah. just
1: really nice. And some of the people, um, you know, I was introduced uh, from Pat's own seminars. is how I met them. That's how I met Warren Whitlock. And, uh, you know, other people were blogging friends of mine. It's just, you know, once you get connected, um, it just leads to more and more things. But, yes, it is odd that, we, <laughs> that you and I are just now really connecting after we uh, have so many mutual friends.
0: Yeah, that's funny. So let's let's go through so I know people are going to be checking out the book. But what's the premise of of the story behind the book? What is what what's the content of the book? So we can share kind of bits and pieces of what's you know, what people well, again, they it's, really, it's
1: really not a book about it's not a book about technology. I can tell you that because I use as little of technology as I can to, to use social media. Believe it or not, it really is a book on how to have conversations on the social media sites. Okay, how to start the conversations? How to. Um, it's a how-to book in that sense. And, again, it's it's how you can make money for your business using social media, but it's also about how it enriches your life and how your network, your network really is related to your
0: network. Right. Very cool. Awesome stuff. So as we're starting to, to wrap up here, a um, couple of things. Number one what are you know what are some of your big actions that you're taking we're getting close to the end of the year now so what are some of the big actions that you're working on right now what's what's up next for you to be working on
1: well I'm actually I have upped my speaking gigs I'm doing a lot more speaking gigs um next month I'll be in Houston I think I have eight speaking gigs believe it or not in one week So I'm really putting myself out there more as a social media speaker and consultant. Um, I'm taking on uh, more one-on-one clients. Uh, You know, you just go to my site, markgiffen.com, and hit the work with me, and you'll find some way to work with me. So, really, that is what I'm concentrating on right now is my my own speaking and my private clients because I didn't have any private clients until this year. This has been the first year that I've taken uh, private clients. I've always had products and worked with people in groups. So, uh, I am uh, doing that more and love it. I will say that I absolutely love working with people one-on-one.
0: Awesome. Love it. Very, very cool. All right. So, I have... One last question before you before we wrap up here, and this is a question I always ask everybody: If there is one action step, one thing that people should get out and do as soon as they finish listening to this recording, what would that be?
1: Well, they need to set up their profiles on social media sites and be sure that they have the current picture. Be sure that you know their about is set up right, and then really, I just recommend doing the 100 tips and get started. Just take action. Just start
0: doing it now. Awesome. Very, very simple process. We're not talking about anything complicated. Seriously, I kind of figured that the 100 tips would be it because it doesn't really get any easier than that, really. <laughs> um, but I wanted to just get, see, yeah, give you a chance to throw something else out there just in case. So how can people get a hold of you if they want to find out more about your stuff and see, see what you've got going on?
1: Well, on my site, com, it's M-A-R-T-H-A-G-I-F-F-E-N.com. They can go there. And, you know, I put out uh, blogs. I have a newsletter. You can get on my newsletter. I have several uh, gifts on my site. One, of course, is I'm, the bloggers are so near and dear to my heart because, like I say, I feel like every business should have a blog, and it's a great place to start your social media conversations. So on my site, I have uh, profitablebloggernow.com. Uh, a free report where you can learn how to get your blog up and running and start making money with your blog as you're going uh, using it for your social media content. So that's uh, one of the things that people can find on my site.
0: Very cool! Awesome, awesome stuff. So, my my number one recommendation would be to everybody that's listening to this call: get out there, go get the book. It's "Be Social, Be Rich." It's an amazing story. I mean, the the stuff is simple. You heard everything we've talked about on this call. This Martha's got some cool stuff, and and I and I'm going to say this I think a third time now. I'm not. I don't bring a whole lot of social media people on this show, and that's for a very specific reason because I only want to make sure we got some really really good rock stars on it and of that course that's why i had you come on board so i want to thank you so much for joining us today martha
1: well i thank you so much for having me because it really I, i'm really humbled by what you say about uh not taking everybody talking about yes. social media on your show because it does seem like every other person on the internet is now uh, promoting social media and i do feel like i have a unique way of presenting it so i really appreciate you having me on
0: well, uh, it's, it's my pleasure. I'm really glad you came on as guest. And everybody, get out there. Have an amazing Rockstar Week, as always. If there's anything I can do, reach out, let me know, and I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Hey there, this is Eli again, and I got a question for you. Do you have a roadmap for marketing your business? If you're consistently looking for new marketing ideas just to keep your business going, then you need to check out smallbusinessmarketingroadmap.com and download the free special report that I created to help you create a marketing plan that will thrive in any economy. Again, that's smallbusinessmarketingroadmap.com. Go get it, read it, and start the road trip of your lifetime. See you on the other side.